up, everyone? Welcome to Mostly Film. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Jonathan McWhorter, joined by my co-host, J.P. Payton. That is me. That is you. And uh, this is going to be the, I guess, the stepchild or just maybe regular old child of our Mostly Focused series. You know, I'm holding the microphone, so when we record Mostly Focused, it's kind of a, uh, we sit around the table with like a uh, Yeti mic or whatever, and we're all kind of distanced from it. I feel like this is like ASMR. I don't know how much it's going to pick it up, but I have like right next to my face. Well, yeah, we're, we're doing film, so we got to step up the I know the production the quality, quality yeah. is up there. I told JP when we started doing this, I was like, hey, listen, I'm going to have you produce this. And he comes in here today with microphones and all sorts of stuff. And, you know, Luna, my dog, she's a little Yorkie. She's never up here, but she's up here freaking out about all these cords and like, hey, what's going on? But anyway, hey, mostly film. This is going to be kind of on brand and mostly focused, but a little more structured. It's actually going to have a format. It's going to have kind of a week-to-week expectation, but also just like me being involved, it's going to go off the rails, I'm sure, every once in a while. And uh, me and JP will be the mainstay staples of this, but we will have a pretty regular rotation of guests filtering out depending on the episode. So let me go ahead and start it with this. The format week over week is a little nursery rhyme. It's going to be what's new. And that's going to be kind of talking about what's new in the world of film. That could be acting, actresses, whatever, what new movies, new trailers have dropped, whatever like that, what we're looking forward to, but also talking about what's new with us, what we're watching, what we're looking forward to. Um, And, you know, me and JP are proponents that good television should be labeled as, like, it's film, too. It's art. Yeah. So, like, you're watching White Lotus right now. Oh, yeah. That's great. That's art. That's That's a better production value than a lot of film out there so stuff like that we'll talk about what we're watching what's new to us and also what's new in the world of hollywood so that's the what's new secondly is in review so what's new in review and uh so for that we're going to be going through a week-to-week basis going um so next week's gonna be star wars and we're trying to break i think we're just going to do a new hope first we're going to watch a new hope between now and then and then next week we're going to have garrett hunt which you all know from mostly focused too thick for h&m the big mayo He's going to be on here, and he's going to be helping us go through a deep dive of A New Hope, and then we'll do Empire Strikes Back, so on and so forth, the original prequels and sequel trilogies. And then we'll go jump to a new uh, series of films or film or an actor in review, whatever. So each week we'll have something different, uh, something we're reviewing. And lastly, it's going to be a topic or two. Um, so that's just going to be kind of our topical portion of the show. Um, that could be in flux. That could change depending on how long uh, the in-review portion takes on, of the movies. So I think for next week, we're tentatively going to talk about uh, Disney um, if it's as a topic, since we're going to be talking about Star Wars. Um, is Disney still the powerhouse juggernaut? Is it still releasing the you know God-tier you know, animation and content that they used to put out. Are they ruining Star Wars? Are they ruining Marvel? Stuff like that. Kind of go to a deep dive and look at Disney. So that would be on deck for next week and then so on and so forth. That'll be the layout of the show. Mostly film. What's new? In review. And a topic or two. Uh, yeah, we're uh, Mother Gooses over here. Or is it geese? It's geese. Yeah. It'd be Mother Geese. Gaggle of geese. A gaggle of geeses. I don't even know if that's right. I don't either. It sounds right. It does. I like it. Um, so we're not going to get into all of that today. This is just the pilot. This is the um, this is the Virgin episode and episode zero 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 zero. And we are here to pop it. So yep. um, <laughs> that didn't. That was just uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, so today we thought it'd be fun just to kind of run through some quick hitters, like kind of who we are and what you know. JP is very passionate about film. I'm but very passionate in no about way. film. As passionate as you are, yeah, but we're two different kind. You are yeah. you consume film more than most people I know. You yeah. watch what's new, you watch what's old, and you've yeah. I feel like you've been a 
you've been an advocate of film for a long time. Absolutely. You support the local art houses. We have Megan Alley down here. Yep. Um, we just went and saw Banshees of Inishirin. Inishirin. Yeah. Colin Farrell and um, Brendan Gleeson, which was fantastic. Absolutely beautiful. And it was great. Your wife, Caitlin, went with us, and she delivered one of my all-time favorite theater moments. There was this brutally awkward, painful moment with Barry Keoghan and uh, Carrie Condon's character, and he was like basically professing his love. And gets brutally rejected and is real quiet. All of a sudden, you just hear Caitlin go, "Oh, that's so sad." Yeah, and like was. the whole theater could have heard it, and I, I just about fell out. Uh, <laughs> but no, it's you know, it's great. JP loves film. I love film. Um, and the people we have, you know, on and off this podcast, like I wouldn't say Garrett loves film. That dude loves Star Wars. He loves Star Wars. He loves yeah. Star Wars, probably next to Jesus, mm-hmm. but above you know you or me, his wife, kids. It's Star Wars. Yeah, it's Garrett's love. Uh, so, you know, it, it, it'll be interesting because, like he's, JP said, I'm very, very into film. Yeah. JP's a little more passive, but still watches and consumes a lot of it. So you'll get probably a more critical take of things from me and a more consumerum, con- consumerism, yeah, consumerist. Definitely. That's probably the No, you definitely have a better way of, of articulating how you feel about these movies where I just prefer to watch a movie and decide this is good or it's not good. I feel like I have good taste. You do. You have great taste. You but gave the Banshees a four and a half star hey, rating too. It was so beautiful. It was. That's what I gave it. So we we agree. But I like so I I'm just gonna go ahead and jump ahead here. I had on here to talk about Letterboxd, but I'm just gonna go ahead and get it out of the well, way. It'll it'll probably be a big part of our show. Yes. So I am an avid Letterbox user. Shout out to Dawson Martin uh, for getting me hooked into that. Um, he, you'll he'll come on the show pretty regularly. Now that dude knows film. He like watches like the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s movies where I'm going to be honest with you, while I appreciate that they exist, I could care less about ever watching any of those movies. Um, I've seen a few and yeah. I appreciate their value from a historical artistic standpoint, but I'm going to be honest with you, I just, they're boring to me, hmm. especially as you get into silent films. Like it's just not for me. It's just Totally not, get it. Yeah. Um, but he got me in a letterbox. What it is, it's basically like a pseudo social media, but mm-hmm. for film. It's got like every film you can imagine. They've really started done a good job of getting a lot of uh, television series yeah, in so there like too. Yeah, so like a mini series or mm-hmm. just like one off seasons of, of yep. shows. Yeah, yeah, but it's typically like the high quality ones, like uh, like Rings of Power was on there and yeah. stuff like that. Your, your Prestige TV. Yes, yep, Prestige. You said that the other day. That's the word. That Prestige TV. Um, so that's on there. So you know, like JP uses it. He reads people's reviews. He logs his rating of a movie mm-hmm. and moves on. For me. I get in there, I read people's reviews, like people's reviews, but I also write reviews on different on every movie basically from 2022 on. I think I've got 51 logged this year that I've reviewed. You should check them out. Uh, you know, my name I think is either Boozle13. I think it's Bamboozle13 on Letterboxd. But anyway, definitely use Letterboxd. It'll be probably a thing we talk about pretty regularly here on the show because we're uh, pretty avid users of it. Um, so with that, just my letterbox plug. So today, I wanted to go ahead and start with JP here and just ask mm-hmm. him. You love movies. I do. We're, so much so we're making a making a podcast over it. Yes. And more content to come. What are your personal like your favorite movies? I'm not going to uh, ask you for a singular favorite cuz I know that's that's brutally hard. Um but just n- narrow it down. What are some of your favorite films so we can get to know you better? Well, I started out really not liking movies as much that's why like when like when did the shift change when did you become like a well probably it wasn't until out of high school because you know you have more time to just 
watch things like consume things like movies whereas when you're in high school and stuff movies are an excuse to go hang out with a girl or whatever like it's it's not really your not main me. not your main entrance Listen, and i in high school i used to have my parents drop me off at the theater and me and a couple of my friends uh would go see like buy a ticket for one movie mm. and go see two more oh yeah you know what i mean that that was that was my weekend that was my you know weekday even sometimes totally now granted i wouldn't do that now because i want to support <laughs> <laughs> support the theater and the artist but yeah back then i'd go see three movies for the price of one yeah so i so i would say like i've always been a tv guy uh movies have over the last probably 10 10 or 12 years like really become important to me um but some of my favorite movies so in saying that some of my favorite movies are those that i always go back to they're like my consistent like rewatches can always it's like a comfort film oh kinda? yeah okay. definitely um, so, and they always turn out to be either thrillers, uh, but not horror. whodunits, not okay, horror. Okay, so where, where, where do you draw listen, the line no, between thrillers and let, Let's get something straight. <laughs> Suspense thrillers, like a, like a whodunit type of, um, like my, my, my best example is um, Love, the Oceans movies. Okay. Huge They're Oceans fan. They're going to say fan. Love Huckabees. No. Like, <laughs> wow. But you will not get me to watch any kind like of- Like Knives uh, Out? Love Knives Out. What about the Prisoners? That's suspense. You Prisoners just... is top. Like that. That is one is that, of my favorite that, movies. But does that get in close to horror? No, that's not horror. Horror is. You got to remember if if you've if you've watched if you listen to any of our mostly focused stuff. Like I grew up very charismatic. I did too. In church, and so I was always the kid where when I want to watch a movie, couldn't watch anything scary because the demons because the in. demons were going to come. It's a gateway get me. drug. Yeah. So the the spiritual like that demonic stuff like it's not normally my favorite <laughs> i have powered through some more most recently men men is arguably possibly the most demonic movie i've ever seen <laughs> but is it scary <laughs> is know, it that, scary? that last 30 minutes is a ride so, did you watch that strictly because i hyped it up so much absolutely <laughs> that was wild I'm which sorry. which again is the power of the review yeah, man. That, I, I read the review and I was like, okay, I've got to, I got to try this. I just show people the last thirty minutes sometimes just for. Giggles. I did that. I did that to Caitlin. <laughs> what did um, you think of that? It, it was pretty disturbing, yeah. uh, to say the least. Uh, <laughs> for those that might not have uh, a strong stomach, don't watch the last thirty minutes of Men. Uh, you can honestly probably just pass on Men. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it's an it's an okay movie, but Alex Garland has way way better films. Yes, than Yes, absolutely. Um, so yeah, as far as like horror goes, it's not my not my favorite genre. Um, I'm not going to be watching like Insidious or um, you know Hereditary. Hereditary. Actually, I've thought about Hereditary. We're going to watch Hereditary because we're yeah. going to do it probably an Ari Aster interview. Yeah, I will probably, you know, I will hold off on those watches for for the show. And we can I'll watch them through. here. We can watch them as a group. So you're not oh, that here. that's the worst thing I could do is watch it with somebody else. <laughs> Anyways, some of my favorite movies are like. The Oceans, uh, 11 and 12, mm -hmm. specifically. Um, I One of my favorites also is Bad Guys. Oh, the new one? Uh, no, with... Uh, oh, not, about the... not Bad Guys, uh, Good Guys. Oh, with good Ryan Gosling and yes. uh, Russell Crowe. Yes. The Bad Guys is the that new animated, is the animated movie, Which yes. is a whodunit, I kind of a it. caper. It's like an ocean, animated yes. Oceans. Um, so yeah, that... Um, other than that, it's just... It's, you know, you're parasites you know amazing was really got Fantastic. me really got me into foreign stuff like mm -hmm. i can actually watch stuff with subtitles Did you ever see pan's labyrinth oh yeah pan's labyrinth okay. has been an all-time okay that's the best well. subtitle movie of all that time. is that is surprisingly like, one of caitlin's favorite movies really yeah i mean it's like a especially for christians it's like 
what Chronicles of Narnia reads as. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but they're too scared to make. Absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, there's, you know, I don't, I don't try to, uh, I'm really bad about picking a favorite movie and sticking with it. I just can just try to, you know, go with whatever I think is going to be good in the moment or, you know. So, so to just to narrow it down, a movie that defines you, what, mm-hmm. what would a couple of them be? Like, hey, I'm J.P. Payton. Here's my movie palette. If you want to know who I am, these are the movies. Okay. Uh, definitely Ocean's Eleven. Okay. Uh, good Guys. Bad Guys. Bad Nice Guys. It's Ni- Nice it Guys. It is Nice Guys. Yeah. Jesus. It's like the Good Guys. I should just pull up my letterbox because it's right here. <laughs> I'm also terrible. This, this is going to be scary territory because I'm terrible with names. So I'll keep so it So recalling actors... Actual names and their characters' names is gonna be terrible, <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, so good palette. I thought um, so. Like Dune, obviously. Oh, Dune's fantastic. Sci-fi, like that's mm-hmm. gonna be you know um, a good representation of, of that. And then probably. Oh man! So you got oceans. You got Dune. Nice guys. The nice guys. Give me one more. Uh, probably t- two towers. It's it's classic. Yeah, it's great. But it's... that's my least favorite Lord of the Rings movie, though. Mm. Fellowship, Return, Two Towers for me. Yeah, it, it it's surprisingly there's a lot of people with with I mean surprising, not surprising. There's only three movies, but well, you yeah, got the three Hobbit films, and now you got the Rings of Power. Which they're is separate. All three it's Hobbit movies. It's so. separate. It's not. Did you like the Rings of Power? Loved it. Okay, I, I don't know if I really talked to you about oh, that. That sense. Yeah, amazing. I was a big fan. All right, that's a pretty good. That's a pretty good slather in a film. So for me, I'm more concise. My, um, I'm gonna go ahead and just go ahead and roll out a couple of things. The Ooh. Empire Strikes Back and Fellowship of the Ring are two of my favorite films of all time. Probably number one and two. All right. But since they're part of a series, I try to exclude those. Um, but Star Wars: Empire Strikes Back and Lord of the Rings: Fellowship of the Ring are just goaded to the best. So I'm just gonna just go ahead and leave those on the shelf. So we're gonna go to non-franchise films. Um, the Big Lebowski is probably one of my all-time favorite movies. Yep. I mean, no, it's not probably. It is one of my all-time favorite movies. Can I be honest with you? I've never watched it all the way through. That's terrible. Well, we'll do a review. A Coen Brothers in we'll, review. We'll do a review. Yeah. Uh, it's fantastic. Big Lebowski is flawless. It blends comedy and action, and uh, it's got a whodunit aspect to it. Yeah. Um, it's amazing. Big Lebowski, fantastic. Jeff Bridges is probably my I'm actually not an overly big Jeff Bridges fan in general. Uh, I, I'm a roll by roll kind of guy with yeah. him. Um, but I this is my favorite he's done by Lancelot. Secondly, is Anchorman, which is my favorite comedy by a wide margin. Um, but it's also just one of my favorite films, and I think it's actually a good film. A lot of comedies people say, "Oh, that's a, that's a good movie. That's a good movie." When really in reality, it's most comedies are really bad, poorly made cheesy honestly not that funny you a good up. comedy you need to be able to watch multiple times yeah and it still be funny yeah and anchorman for me is that and very few comedies i would say have that um a lot i think a lot of the comedies from the early 2000s have that quality mm-hmm. and even some before that most comedies nowadays aren't, aren't very good the banshees of inishirin though that one that was yeah, a funny movie that's hilarious that was, i did not expect to laugh so much but so yeah anchorman anything will ferrell um well not as much anymore but early will ferrell yeah. Was it was gold in my book and none better than Anchorman. Third, and we just touched on it, Pan's Labyrinth. Um, that's that's a flawless film right there. Yeah. Um, it's it's dark, it's grotesque, uh, but it's also got you know a hell of a story attached to it. Mm-hmm. Um, anything Guillermo del Toro does is going to be weird and 
It's gonna be monsters, creatures. Yeah, and and they're so good. Like yeah. Shape of Water, like so good too. Mm-hmm. And you know, people crap on his Hellboy movies, but his Hellboy movies are still good, except for the new one. He didn't do the newest one with David Harper, but the two mm-hmm. with Ron Perlman, those are both great. But yeah, Pan's Labyrinth, and lastly, The Imaginarium of Doctor Parnassus. Um, have you seen it? I haven't. Okay, so it's a um, Terry Gilliam movie. I love Terry Gilliam, famous from Monty Python stuff back yeah. in the day. But um, he did uh, The Man Who Killed Don Quixote, Quixote um, The Time Bandits, uh, Brazil, a uh, bunch of weird off, off-brand off movies. I, lo- I love his stuff. But it was Heath Ledger's, um, I believe it was his, he died while filming it. So in, uh, in order to finish filming it, his best friends took the role, his role, and they kind of restructured the plot of the film. So Johnny Depp, Colin Farrell, and Jude Law came in and played the same character. Uh, so it, it's super neat. It's kind of a, it's a story of a guy who kind of makes a pact with the devil. Uh, the God and devil are waging, are waging a war with this one character. Uh, see if hmm. he can overcome these different temptations. And it's very, uh, I mean, l- literally dream world-ish. It's amazing. It's great. Uh, it's one of Andrew Garfield's first starring, kind of starring roles awesome. he's in it. Yeah. Christopher Plummer's in it. It's got a phenomenal cast. Um, nice. I definitely recommend everybody watch that. So if I had to name movies that define me, those would be the ones. Um, then obviously Star Wars, Lord of the Rings. That's that's my absolute jam. Um, so those would be my my personal favorites. Um, you go into television, though. You know, Sons of Anarchy and mm. uh, Game of Thrones, the, the first series. Um, I like House of Dragons okay, too. House but, of Dragons is great. Uh, we'll do a whole conversation on TV one day because that's there's a lot of good stuff out there. Mm-hmm. But for films, th- those are kind of what define me. I know no animated Disney films on there for me, but um, they're kind of a different category. I can't put them in the same, the same thing. So um, JP kind of thought it would be nice for this first episode to talk about firsts. Um, so who was your first kiss? And I'm just kidding. Not yeah. that kind of first. Not that kind of first. Uh, you know, your first film you saw in theaters, A. Secondly, your fr- and then we'll talk about like your first, the films that pulled you in, like your earliest formation of like, wow, I love movies. Like, yeah. So, so JP, what was the first movie you saw in theaters? Uh, this is going to be hilarious. Uh, but the first movie I actually remember seeing in, in theaters because it was a, it was a whole experience was uh the Pokemon movie fantastic it was fantastic you know, uh, I didn't see that till like two years ago what okay so I wasn't allowed to watch Pokemon I think we talked about yeah, this one PK, point because yeah. pocket demons yeah pocket monsters they thought they were demon demonic little that makes creatures sense. so I didn't have I don't have all this nostalgia and like so at the end of the Pokemon movie or like Pikachu faints or whatever you think he's dead and mm-hmm. Ash is crying that's that movie right. Well, it's the one, yeah, where Ash gets turned to stone. Yeah, okay. And, and then Pikachu's like all yeah, crying Pikachu. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. It just brings him back. Shocks you're just him a back to life. six, seven, eight year old just in yeah. the theater crying. Um, it definitely didn't have the emotional impact for me. No, two no. Years. It is it is nothing but nostalgia. I honestly couldn't tell you the last time I've seen that movie. So well, it sounds like we need But that was again. the first time I'd watched a movie in the theaters I remember. Mm. Um, or, or like I wanted to go. Right. Um, but the movie that I think got me into, you know, like movies themselves, like the art of making a movie was Batman Begins. Flawless. Yeah. So I mean, that I, whole Nolan trilogy. Yeah. I was great. like 12, 13. I went to, it, it was like the first time I kind of went to a movie with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, I had some people from church that I actually went to that were much older than me. So I felt like, oh, I'm, I'm an adult. You're a big kid. Yeah. I'm yeah. a big kid. I'm going, yeah. going to all these older guys. And watched it, and you know, it was it was great. Um, and so yeah, I, I kind of got into that, and you know, obviously the whole Christopher Nolan thing, like 
you get into that, then then you're introduced to all these other like Inception. You know, yeah, that that movie. I think that still holds the record. I saw that movie I think six or seven times in theaters. Mm-hmm. I think that's the record for a movie I've seen. I saw Avatar a few times when it came out because that was just you know groundbreaking yeah. when it came out. But yeah, Christopher Nolan, he's got some bangers out yep. there. I mean, I think the Batman collection. I have them on. I see him from here. I have them on DVD. I have them on Blu-ray, and then I have the 4K collector's editions of them all because mm-hmm. they're they're that good. Yep. It's the best Batman by a long shot. Now the new Batman though pretty good it was pretty great um i i was never skeptical though of robert pattinson as batman but yeah go ahead sorry well because people just associate him with twilight but like yeah. people haven't seen high life or good time like he's mm-hmm. he and or i thought he was good intent or lighthouse you know? oh gosh the lighthouse i love that movie <laughs> anything uh, yeah damn that's we'll, we'll save we'll, it we'll get there that's a great movie but anyway all right sorry go ahead no i, I mean I, I thought the same thing about that um looking back because i was 12 13 like you could probably walk away from the first, you know, Batman, Batman Begins, Christopher Nolan's, and be like, yeah, this is he's a good Batman, but it, it's with the overall like, you know, collection that we're like, oh yeah, that was an amazing representation mm-hmm. of Batman. I, I I do think I think it Robert Pattinson a little bit the third third act. Yeah. I didn't love Dark Knight Rises, but um, overall, yeah, the Batman Begins that's a really good one because mm-hmm. uh, that's I think <laughs> Iron Man came out before that I think, but um. They're around the same time. Well, it was. It might have been after. Iron Man came out in like 2008, I think. Uh, Batman Begins came out in 2005. Okay, so no, good. Um, then Batman Begins is probably the first I would consider high, like high art or artsy. I don't yeah. mean that like an indie way, but like an artsy. A superhero movie can be more than just a just a comic flick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Iron Man, I think was that for the, for the MCU. You yeah. Know, 2008 well. was Iron yeah. Man. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, Batman begins and Iron Man, those really redefined, I think the whole yeah. genre. Um, and now DC and Marvel have had a lot of missteps since, but that'd be a conversation for another day too. But yeah, that's a good one. Um, yeah. Batman begins. I've never, I guess that had more influence on me than I've even probably even really thought about. Yeah. It, it's one of those where, you know, the sequel was so much better. Than the oh, original, the yeah. And it, is it really? I mean, okay, okay. I'm, it's one of my all-time favorite movies. I have a poster of it coming up to the staircase as, framed. As far as individual performances from actors, like because yeah. that is what you always recognize, not the plot or like mm-hmm. the, what you felt. Like it is an actor's performance. And I mean, Heath Ledger, that was I mean, we, we, Elf in the Room. I mean, his Joker yeah. is you know I, literally iconic. I don't say that flippantly. Yeah. Um, this is well, I'm just gonna ask one question, then we can table it for another day because this is probably a conversation worth having. Is it that good though? Is his performance that good, or is it just that he passed? Heath Ledger? Yeah, it was that good. Is that good? I haven't watched it in a long time. I think I, it, I think it, was, it changed how we viewed that character. Oh, for sure. Put him. I mean, people are jo- the Joker. Yeah, but, like it put him like. Yeah. No, I I, I think yeah people I think you see a lot more. Um, you know, obviously we didn't. I don't know. I just think his his uh, representation of it has changed people's view on it. So mm-hmm. people are gonna you're, you're gonna see a lot more out of that because he pulled it out of it. Yeah, more than anything. So no, those are good. Those are good takes. So for me, um, do you have anything to add on this? No. Okay. It's all good. Um, the first movie I saw in theaters, uh, my dad took me to go see Toy Story. In mm-hmm. it was I mean shoot whenever that came out I mean in the ni- early nineties mm-hmm. um, we went and saw Toy Story theaters it was a real bad blizzard snowstorm I remember that too um, but yeah Toy Story love Toy Story have deep rooted nostalgia for the original specifically 
that was the first movie I remember I remember seeing in theaters. Um, but for me, uh, and that was kind of always a thing growing up too. Um, well, going up, going to Christian Fellowship at school um, from a very, very from elementary school on, kindergarten on. Um, every year we would uh, have chapel on a half day before Thanksgiving, like Thanksgiving break or whatever. Yeah. So we'd have chapel, and my parents would always take us to go to Mr. Gaddy's. We'd go to pizza, play the arcade, and then they take us to go see a movie every year around that time. Um, we went to the movies all the time as a family, um, but specifically that's like one thing that like just instilled a love for the theater because I like such deep reading. We go see a Christmas movie every year, but specifically that getting pulled out school that chapel day, go to chapel, go to Mr. Gaddy's, go see a movie. Those those memories, I think, key in getting me rooted in, into the theater itself. But yeah, Toy Story first movie in theater and then the the, the kind of like you, you know, you say it's kind of a weird one that you saw in theaters or, yeah. or whatever Pokemon. But for me, the first movie that I remember like pulling me into film though was <laughs> Jurassic Park 3. Um, and to me, it's my favorite Jurassic Park. And that's, you know. That's ball, a choice. That's a choice, you know, and I own it. Uh, mm-hmm. That's, I got to see it. My dad took me to go see it. I was in, uh, I guess, elementary school, upper elementary. And, um, he, we had the theater to ourselves for the first time ever I got to experience that. Uh, my dad covered my eyes anytime he thought there might be a potential blood blood splatter. Uh, <laughs> I remember that. Uh, so I have some, you know, some really core memories attached to that movie as well. Um, but yeah, Jurassic Park three was like the first time I was in a movie and like, oh my gosh, like wow, this is amazing. I love this. Like yeah. I, I want to watch more movies. Like this is great. And then Hook. Robin Williams, um, the kind of the grown up version of Peter Pan, um, fantastic movie. Uh, I think I think it's a Christopher Columbus joint too, uh, from Home Alone and stuff huh. like that. Could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's Christopher Columbus. Yeah, fact check me on that, but I'm fairly confident it is. But yeah, those two movies, I have Dress Work Three and Hook, uh, are early like some of the earliest formatted form like memories that I have. Attached you talking to. direct? Yeah, Stephen. Oh, Spielberg. Spielberg did it. Yeah, is Christopher Columbus producer on there? Uh, I would have put money Columbus was a part of that, but maybe not. Spielberg. No, Bruce Co- and hmm. yeah. that's shocking to me. But yeah, Spielberg did it. Then can't believe for, that's a big omission there. You just edit that out later. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> no, but uh, Hook Hook is fantastic. Dress Park Three is fantastic. Those are the my early attachment to films, and maybe wanted to watch watch more, get into them more. Yeah. Um, have a deep love for him and obviously a deep love and respect for Robin Williams as well. Um, so do you have anything to add to this? Do you like Jurassic Park 3? I couldn't tell you the last time I watched it. Everybody always just craps on it immediately. Yeah, I, I enjoy them, but it's not, it's not like my, my like the type. series or just yeah, the series itself. Wow. They're good. They're great. I recognize that, but it's just not, it's the same reason why I don't get into Star Wars as much. You know, I forget you don't even like Star Wars. I I like Star are Wars. Just, are you a John just... Williams hater? No. Is it his music? No. Because he does Jurassic Park no. too. That's what it is, isn't it? No, it's not. Um, all right. So I'm gonna add a. Cu- I'm gonna ask you a couple quick shot questions. All right. All right. So don't think about them too long. Okay. Just a couple. You know, a couple seconds. Who, in your opinion, is the best actor and actress out right now? Not the hottest. Well, I don't mean that in an attractive way. I'm saying not like the most popular. Like. Who best do you think's the best out there acting. right now? Best acting. Uh, don't think about it. Don't think yeah, about Yeah, just say, it. just who who comes to your head. Best actor well, to that's you. the thing I told you. I'm terrible with names. No, you should describe them. I'll try to fill in the blanks. <laughs> um, honestly, best actor, one has got to be Nick Cage. Okay. I actually, um, you know, a lot of people are going to 
probably turn off the podcast right now. That's fine. They can do but that. I, I but I think Nick Cage is great. That dude's wrong. got range. Yeah. And especially if you've seen The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent and, and then Pig and then Willie's Wonderland. Have you seen Willie's Wonderland? I haven't, but I'm going to. Okay. He didn't say a word the whole movie. Yeah. Not one word. It's great. But he has some sexual chemistry with a pinball machine. It's it's great. Yeah. I mean, Pig. Oh, Pig's so good. I mean, it's, it's beautiful. It's great. Uh, He's got a Western coming out soon, too. Ooh. Very excited for it. So, anyways, that that's my personal. Um, but other than that, I would probably say, like, DiCaprio, like yeah. love Leo. Love DiCaprio. That, that's the one. He was obviously the first one that comes to my yeah. mind. For mine is Leo. Um, I know that's cliche, but no. I mean, dude's good. And then honestly, Christian Bell. Those are the two. Like, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen Christian Bell not just be fantastic in a role. Yeah. And like I watched Amsterdam yesterday, and that movie is just getting you know universally panned. Now, granted, yeah. the director has made some very detestable life decisions. Yeah. And uh, you know, but sometimes you got to separate the art from the artistry, and. um Amsterdam Christian Bell has put, puts in one of the quirkiest, weirdest performances I've seen. Now, I, you know, I, when I say weird, I don't mean like the machinist where he lost like 500 pounds. He's or, just quirky. Yeah, like weird, funny, oddball character. Yeah. Um, that's like the one thing I hadn't really seen him do too much of. I mean, you could say Vice. He's kind of funny in Vice a little yeah. bit as, you know, Chaney. But um, yeah, Christian Bell and DiCaprio for me are the two. And you go into actresses, obviously the quick, quick hitter, if you're not thinking about it, you think of Margot Robbie, but... You know, I'm actually not sure she's that great. Of, I mean, no, she's a good actress. She I really seen, is. I have not seen I, Tonya. She's great in I, Tonya. But that that seems to be people's like, oh, Margot Robbie's like amazing. No, she, no, she is so. a good actress. She is good. I just, it just feels recency biasy to me, even yeah. mentally. But then like, if I try to think of other actresses, it's like, wow, you know, it's real better. But like, it's real she's not as good as Viola Day- Davis. No, absolutely like, not. Like, have you seen The Woman King? I'm not, I haven't. Listen. Fantastic, yeah. fantastic movie. Um, and then like we, you and I went and saw Black Panther today. Mm-hmm. Angela Bassett, not not as much in you know um, the Black Panther series as a whole, but she's great in Black Black Panther. But Angela Bassett, phenomenal actress. Yeah, uh, Lupita Nyong'o. Oh my gosh! <laughs> not only is she like amazingly talented, she's also like beautiful. Yeah, like she's just. I think she acts circles around. Uh, Margot Robbie too. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of good actresses out there, but yeah, she's the first that comes to mind. And she is. She's good. She's definitely the it person. Yeah. Uh, right now. So, who do you have anybody different for actresses? Actresses. I mean, there's no off the top of my head. Um, the girl from, um, I'm thinking of ending things. The lead. Yes. What is her name? I'll look it up. That's a great movie. But like she. I mean, she's been in some other things that I've, I've, she's I've seen newish, recently. Yeah, newish too. But like, if you're just talking about an actress right now, I mean, it's it's got to be. Um... Oh shoot! <laughs> I know this is going to be a struggle, Jonathan. It's okay. Uh, Anna Joy. Oh, Anna Taylor Joy. Anna Taylor Joy. Yeah, she's yeah. great. Um, I mean, that that is like last the night in Soho. It's one of my like. I watched a rewatch when I saw it in theaters. I was just floored. Yeah, loved last night. So have you seen it? No. I think it's on my letterbox. That's scary. It's not. No, it's not. No, it is not. <laughs> well, it, it's probably. It's probably. No, it's the not. line. No, Abby watched it. <laughs> Abby does not do horror movies. So, although I did make her sit through. Mid- oh, Florence Pugh. How did I? She's phenomenal. Yeah. Like she's blowing my mind lately. And like, don't worry, darling. Don't let people. Did you, have you watch that yet? No, I, I will. Though I was waiting for Caitlin to be able to watch yeah, it. It's on me. HBO now. It's fantastic. I you, will say the hardest part for me when it comes to act, actors and actresses is I, I just, I think of TV actors and mm-hmm. actors hey, that's, more. That's fair, though, because, you but, know, who, who would you say then? 
of like TV. Well, j- yeah, because well, they're actors and actresses too. It doesn't have to be just big budget film. Well, Matt Smith would be one. Oh, he's big budget now too. Uh, though. Yeah, exactly. He's in uh, last night. Game of Thrones. Yeah, and that, that's why I thought of it. Um, because like someone like a Matt Smith is amazing. A Jeremy Strong, oh, which Jeremy is a little Strong. little controversial. Oh, John, um, he's a great actor. He's amazing. Um, you know, Succession like is absolute. I can't mm-hmm. wait for some Succession this this next yeah. year. We'll be able to talk about because it's gonna be amazing. I've only seen one season of Succession. Oh, I and I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna have a very hot take right now. I mean, I I it's fine. It's the poor man's billions. <sighs> have you seen Billions? I mean, on Showtime, a couple. I've seen a couple episodes. That's okay. the one with. Um, it's got uh, Paul Giamatti, who's also a severely underrated actor, yeah. and um, Damien. Um, I can't remember his last name. Redheaded guy, the lead Damien something. Uh, it's the dude that looks like. Uh... Never mind. Yes, but his name in the show is Bobby Axelrod. But I can never remember his last name. His real name Damien. All I'm something. saying, man, Charlie Cox, Jeremy Strong, Charlie Cox is great. McCulkin brother. Um, Snook, what? Um, and then Snooky from Jersey Shore. No, uh, the the sister. I can't remember her name, but um, it, yeah, that is that. Like, Succession is amazing. Um, HBO continues to solidify itself, though, as like the best. Yeah, out there. I mean that. Do you watch Avenue Five? Uh, no, but I've I've seen that it. there's a new season of it. I love that it. Has, uh, I love it. What's his name from it's House? Got, well, Hugh Lowry. Hugh yeah. Lowry. Hugh Lowry. <laughs> Josh Gad. It's it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, that and uh, White Lotus are my. HBO binges right now. Oh, dude, there's show. plenty. There's plenty to binge on HBO. I know. There's some good stuff. Um, all right. So most underrated. This just one, not actor or actress. Underrated. These are things criminally underrated. Like when you're talking about the greatest, they never get mentioned. But you've never seen anything that just wasn't like, oh my gosh. Uh, I'll start if you want. Yeah, go first. Michael Shannon. For me. Dude's phenomenal. I just reminded about it, his little brief period in Amsterdam. But you look at his, you know, performance in uh, Frost Nixon. You look at his performance in Bug. Uh, he was recently on the TV show Nine Perfect Strangers, and he was phenomenal. Carried that show over um, Nicole Kidman. Like he was yeah. just great. Um, I've never seen Michael Shannon in anything I didn't like. Um, hmm. I saw him be a. Can't remember what it was. It was a. He played a villain in a movie not too long ago, and he was phenomenal in it but no michael shannon for me is the most underrated actor by a wide margin um i didn't say i wasn't going to ask for the most overrated um <laughs> but go, you might want to go ahead give and give it. it now um ryan gosling oh i know i Whoa. like i like ryan gosling okay yeah i don't love him he gets billed for for certain parts though that you're like really and I'll, i'm gonna throw a pair actually i'm gonna throw a pair at you chris pratt and ryan gosling the combination of the two. I mean, you miss the most obvious, though. Who? The Rock. Rock's not a good actor. I mean, <laughs> it doesn't mean I don't like his movies, but I, I feel like he's in a league of his own. Yeah. He's just in the Rockosphere, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I don't consider him a great actor. But, like, Ryan Gosling is a great actor. Yeah. And I think Chris Pratt is a pretty good actor and can be a great actor, Yeah. depending on what it is. But I think both of them are just typecasted into a lot of things. Sure. And then people just, because they're both, you know, scrapping, good-looking, charismatic guys, you know? Yeah. I just, um, I'm not, I used to love Chris Pratt, but I feel like he's, I'm kind of Chris Pratt saturated. Yeah, no, well, in most, most times it is a certain role. It, like, it's it's the same role. Yeah. Now, I like his terminal list. It's like the most cliche yeah. Chris Pratt role ever. I'll I, I watch loved it. it on Amazon Prime. It was great. It was good stuff. That All seems right. like my, my so type. underrated, overrated. 
underrated underrated actor actress i can edit this this time out in between oh it's even better sitting having to think about it <laughs> um i wasn't prepared for this or else i would have had time to think i know about this it. yeah that's the good thing about this episode like it's the entry episode and we just didn't mm. oh cillian murphy too oh my gosh yeah I didn't, he's great. Yeah. I mean, people are now associating with Peaky Blinders, but like 28 Days, 28 Weeks Later, and Red, which is one of my, or Red Eye, which is one of my favorite little thrillers. Have you seen it? With Rachel McAdams? Uh-uh. Oh, man. It's real good. Okay. Oh, that's a list. And Incep- he's in Inception, and he's the lead of, in the new Nolan movie, Oppenheimer. So, which will be amazing. Yes, very excited. Uh, most overrated at times, I feel like... <sighs> I thought you were ready to spit it out there too. I was, but I'm like, it's it's almost like once you put it out there, it's out there. Yeah. And I don't I don't know if I believe it. Well, you can always recant it the next week. This is going to be a weekly formatted episode. So, <sighs> okay, something I think is is common knowledge, but people don't want to admit sometimes. Brad Pitt's overrated. Brad Pitt is overrated, but Bullet Train was great. Bullet Train, I've heard is great. I haven't seen oh, it, you, man. You I don't have. You're waiting for me yes, to add. I'm waiting okay. for you to get it, man. Yeah, I know. Bullet Train's a lot of fun. But so I mean, Brad Pitt is the ultimate like second chair like actor i mean once, upon, once upon Babylon. a once upon a time in hollywood i think film. is one of my favorite like you but, talk about a great actor caprio you talk about you know brad pitt who's just able to just sit back and just cruise i'm gonna i'm gonna tag on to what you're saying here and say that i think brad pitt is better when he's a supporting actor yeah no that exactly i, I he does fine leading roles yeah but like i think he's a i think he's a good leading man but a great supporting man. Yeah. Um, maybe it's because he just doesn't care. Yeah, that that could be it. Um, that we just yeah. Uh, but most underrated. Uh, what's his name from? I never get it right. He was in Blackbird recently. Aaron Ed, uh, Ed, Ed, Karen Ed, Edgerton. Yeah, or something like Under, that. Talking about underrated from the Kingsman Un- series. Extremely underrated. Yeah, he's great. Amazing really like stuff. Um, holding out hope that he'll be our Wolverine in the future. I'm holding out hope he's going to be the next James Bond. Because they made I'd it very clear that. that they want it to be younger. Yeah. Everybody wanted Idris Elba yeah. to be it, which I'd be fine with that. I don't yeah. care if James Bond's black or not. That doesn't bother that's me. That's not the issue. Now, granted, I don't want James Bond to be a woman. <laughs> and that's I, not. I don't think they do either. So. No, I know, but they, they can't just say that. Yeah. I can. And that's yeah. not a sexist thing for me. <laughs> if, they, if they have a 008, yeah. fine. Make it Miss Bond. Yeah. But 007? That's James Bond, not Janice Bond. I'm not gonna have it. <laughs> I won't stand for it. Uh, yeah, but yeah, he, no, he would be Taron Edgerton. That is, his, I think the more I say it, that's right. Yeah, um, I think he'd be a great James Bond, and I'd actually rather him be Bond than Wolverine. I think. Oh, I definitely would, um, because then you've got you know 15 possibly mm-hmm. years. Po- yep, and plus him. plus Hugh Jackman's coming back as Wolverine again that for Deadpool three. So I, I as I will milk the Hugh Jackman Wolverine role. As long as he'll do it. Oh yeah. I, so yeah, give me Taron Edgerton as James Bond. But yeah, he's definitely an underrated actor. Um, and I'm gonna add one more because I keep forgetting underrated. Mark Rylance. Oh, Dude's phenomenal. What, what's he in? Uh, the Outfit, uh, Bridge of Spies. Uh, Outfit's one that I've got on my list to watch. Soon. It's real good. Yeah. It's a it's a, it's a location based film, so the majority 99 yeah. percent of the movie takes place in one small shop. Um, so those movies can be either good really lock. good. It's a good chance for a lock shout out. Yeah. That's great. Tom Hardy lock. Yeah. Yeah. Great movie. Just great want to movie. spend 90 minutes in the car with Tom Hardy. Yep. Hey, it worked. <laughs> I liked that movie. Uh, okay, cool. So that brings us to the last couple bits here. Uh, 
and these are these are we're not going to go through the whole you know disc you know filmography of them. Who's your favorite director on Oppo? Uh, right now, has got to be Dennis Villanueva. Okay. Um, besides so, Dune. Besides Dune, uh, Prisoners. Great movie. Um, you've got Arrival. Mm-hmm. Uh, one that I haven't watched yet, but is him also that people I think is underrated is Enemy. Oh, Enemy's great. Jake yeah. Gyllenhaal Enemy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Dennis Villanueva. I'm, I mean, it, this is recency bias a little bit too here, but mm-hmm. Jordan Peele right now. I mean, yeah, I, he's literally crafted three of my favorite movies. I have you seen Nope yet? No. Okay, Nope's good. Um, it's my least favorite of his three. Yeah, but bear, I mean, they're all so good. Us is my favorite, which is. So I don't think you get me watch us. You should though. <laughs> it, it well, I, we'll probably do a Jordan Peele in review. So yeah. Uh, Get Out, Us, and uh, Nope, and then I recently watched. Uh, he co-wrote uh, Wendell and Wild. Yeah, uh, I just watched that on Netflix the other day. He wrote it with a uh, Henry Selick, who uh, is known for James and the Giant Peach, Peach Nightmare Before Christmas, and uh, I can't remember what the other one is. Um, but Jordan Pill is really up there for me, and then uh, obviously Quentin Tarantino yeah. is my guy. Um, I've my least favorite one he did was the one with George Clooney. Uh, once upon uh, all hell, no. Oh, shoot, George Clooney. Twice upon a, he acts in it. He's like the actor in it with him. Can't remember what it was. I don't like it. Once upon a time in Mexico, maybe. I, I don't have know. No idea what you're talking about. Yeah, if you, t- if you type in Tarantino and uh, George Clooney, uh, from dusk till dawn. That's oh it. yeah. Not a fan of that movie very much. That's okay. You like it? I, I feel like there are a lot of people that do. I it's just kind of don't. Like, it's know. a cult classic. Yeah, it's not mine. Okay. It's not. It's not for me. But like Django, banger. Yeah. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, banger. The Kill Bill movies, banger. Yeah. The Hateful Eight. A lot of people didn't love that movie. I oh, saw extend, it in theaters opening extended night. Extended version all day. Fantastic. Yeah. Love that movie. Uh, yeah, Tarantino <laughs> is great. I'd love to see him do a. I know nobody wants this except for me, I guess. But I'd love to see him do like a rated R, hard R. Like Blade movie or Marvel, some Marvel movie with like oh, Lobo, like never. a Lobo or yeah. something like that's DC, but yeah. you know that 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 would be awesome for me. Those, those would be my my quick hits on that. So, um, your, what's your favorite soundtrack or score to a film? Oh, I don't even know, man. That mine's Disney and it's Tarzan. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, how do you not go with Phil Collins banger or Treasure Planet with the Goo Goo Dolls? I I can not shamefully, but you know can admit i have put on the lord of the Rings soundtrack oh, and yeah. just in the background been working so I do that, that with video game soundtrack yeah. the skyrim soundtrack i listen yeah. to all the time uh with the witcher 3 same i mean it i mean matter what it it's been a while since i've listened to it but there was a while when the baby driver oh that's such a good uh one. soundtrack that was <sighs> amazing cancel culture Ansel, like yeah no yeah. not ansel kevin spacey oh yes i forget he just got cleared yeah of all of his yeah. Rapey things with men. Um, okay, yeah, I don't have a political statement to make right now. But yeah. You know who? You know what? He was a damn good actor. He, Kevin he, Spacey was actually probably one of the best actors out there. Uh, not, I mean, take House of Cards out of it. Like he was great in House of Cards, but like yeah. as an actor, phenomenal. Yes. Um, I miss Kevin Spacey. I was thinking about it the other day. I really miss Kevin Spacey. There will be a space for him. I hope it. It. I got tired of him after House of Cards. Um, so that's why I kind of forgot about him, yeah. uh, because it felt like he was only going to be doing well, he was those type of roles, yeah. yeah. Which is fine. Which is 
you know, funny considering what he's gone through. Yeah, no, it's, he's <laughs> it's, just gone. It's very uh, he's going to have to do probably the Nicolas Cage route to get back into Hollywood. Yeah. So, which, hey, it's interesting. Nicolas Cage, I mean, he did, uh, did you ever see Prisoners of a Ghostland? No. Uh, is that the Samurai flick one? Uh, where he blows his testicles off. <laughs> and then he yells, my testicle <laughs> at the top of his lungs. No. Oh, okay. You need to watch Prisoners of a Ghostland. I saw it at Maiden Alley. It was great. Uh, then like Willie's Wonderland and now Mandy was a good one and uh color color of out color from outer space yeah those are all real good ones um but anyway that's uh I feel like this has been a good introductory longer than I thought it was gonna be yeah. too for uh, meet and greet um because me and JP will be your uh what do you want to call us journeyman uh what, what's the guy who drives the boat on the river of sticks I have no idea the farrier of the damned. <laughs> can't remember what his name, but we'll be your uh, we'll, we'll be taking you on these film journeys. Me yeah. and JP, uh, will be the staples of the show. Uh, have different people come in. So, the format, like I said, what's new, in review, and a topic or two. Uh, I came up with that. If you don't like it, send me something better because I want it to mm-hmm. rhyme, but I don't know what else to rhyme. Maybe we'll have an email or something. People can yeah yeah. Give so us you know, JP's been working takes. on a JP's working on artwork for us right now. For mostly film. Which should be ready by the time you see this, obviously. Yeah, and I, I got this little uh, bluesy, kind of moody, rainy coffee shop little vibe intro for it. Um, and then I think I'm going to open each episode from here on out and close it with a... <laughs> you know what I'm going for? Yeah, this is this is obviously, yes. Film reel. Yeah, film reel. Film, film reel shutter. Roll yeah. it out. Yeah, I, I mean, I have it tattooed on my arm. I have a film reel tattooed on my arm. I'm going to get Darth Donald tattooed on my, uh, probably my thigh. Uh, it's Donald Duck, but dressed as Darth Vader. Um, December thirtieth. I got a book now. I'm very excited. But anyway, parting thoughts, JP. What are you looking forward to? Uh, what's your favorite movie of the year so far? What do you think? Uh, what's been your favorite highlight of this year? And what are you gonna watch coming up? Uh, favorite movie of the year. Uh, probably just because it's been recent. Uh, has got to be Banshees of Inisherin. That's that's right up there. For um, me too. So I gotta go to my letterbox list. Yeah. To see what my top ranked were, and uh, have I not mentioned this once in this episode? Everything, everywhere is a perfect, flawless. I have two. You know, I think on my letterbox I have like seven movies that are rated five stars. Yeah, and two of them are. This. Yeah, that movie. You've watched it. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. What'd you rate it? Four and a half. <laughs> what kept you from the half a star from a five? I don't think I've rated anything a five. I'll I'll save it for a rewatch. It's. Two no. Towers isn't for you a five star movie? I'm 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 sorry. We'll work on I it. I mean I'm They'll, stingy. I have seventeen hundred reviews logged. Listen and be like, is it worth the five star for me? And if it is, you know, it can be a big deal. You know. But anyway. Yeah. So Bane. What was the other questions you'd asked? Uh what's your favorite what's one of your favorites this year? So there's that one. Yeah. And then what are you looking forward to watching in the coming? I guess coming week now. What are you going to watch this week? Because this is going to be... What's on my list I'd add recently because that is going to be what I watch now. Uh, Do you just basically see what I watch and review no. and then you go follow it? <laughs> uh, 1985 uh, movie. Is it um, a porno? No, it is uh, a war movie. Uh, oh, C-O-M-E. Yeah, C-O-M-E. Not C-O-M-E. A little <laughs> review. I've heard of that. Yeah. yeah. It, uh, it's pretty trippy. I haven't seen it. It looks kind of trippy. But I'd probably like that. So that's that's what I'll watch. Um, if not that, it'll probably be. Uh, we'll see. Did you watch Barbarian? No. 
Okay, no, that's okay. Hear me out. I know that you don't trust you. Okay, I understand. This I is understand. gonna listen. If, if you're trying to convince me to watch horror movies, it's <laughs> just not gonna happen. It's Justin Long's in it. I realize that it's and so not is that scary. Scarsgard, the the he's actually great in it. I'm sure they're great. It's not some... that scary, man. It's got some suspenseful moments. Okay, anyway, for me. Everything, everywhere, all at once. All quiet on the Western Front. Banshees of Inishir. I will watch that. That one's not scary, but it's gross. Oh, I love that. Th- that's. I love gross stuff. If you've seen Crimes of the Future, you know what I'm about to say. That people were saying like people were leaving, passing out, throwing up in the theater. There's no, that was there's no way. I mean, I'm sure people did. I guess maybe I'm just desensitized to gore now. Yeah. But um, the, the, but no, as a whole, it's a fantastic movie. And then um, I want to give one shout out to a foreign film, Triple R, R R R. Oh yeah. So good, beautiful. Man. I, that there, that was honestly pretty close for a five. For- right on the Western Front, that was going to be my leading for best foreign film. Yeah, but there's no way it beats All Quiet on the Western Front. No, there's no way. All Quiet on the Ref- Western Front. It, and I Netflix is Netflix, man. Dude, Netflix put out a couple good ones: the yeah. All Quiet on the Western Front and uh, Wendell and Wild. And uh, I watched something else on Netflix the other day. That was there's, original. They, 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 That's not a, a new, wait. The Stranger with. Um, Joel Edgerton and uh, Sean Harris. Is that is that not? That's on my list to watch. I mean, it came out last month. It was back, and that's like the ultimate big budget cinema right there. I love that. Him and his uh, plastic surgeon jaws. Yeah. I swear he had. I don't think so. Whatever. Uh, I think Zac so. Efron. I'm I'm all here for the Zac Efron. Oh, concert. absolutely. Gold is one of the sneaky movies. You watched that yet? No. On Hulu. You should watch Gold. I will. That's just like a one man army show right there, and then the greatest beer run ever. Down the line. But I do not want to watch High School Musical one, two, or three. <laughs> We'll just omit those. Um, anyway, so that's that's it for the show. You got anything else you want to pass along? I'm looking forward to uh, the Facebook group and the Instagram thing. And I can actually post way more than I could. I'm mostly focused. And for all you mostly focused people out there, because I'm sure this is going to immediately focused, um, Garrett's schedule is now more freed up. Tanner's ready to come back. It's going to be, uh, we're going to get to doing that. Not That's not going to be a weekly thing, but maybe go back to the bi-weekly schedule of that, and then we'll come at you. Interview. And a topic or two. Uh, this is uh, this is mostly film. <laughs>